Welcome to the show, MHR Truck Series Podcast, the main source for all things surrounding the number 19 Toyota Tundra team and driver Derek Krauss in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. I'm Anthony Alejandrez. This is our first episode of our Truck Series show. We've just opened up the new NASCAR season, and with the new season brings a new podcast offering from BMR here with our Truck Series show. Throughout the season, we'll be checking in with driver Derek Krauss and members of the 19 Toyota Tundra team as they chase the 2021 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series Championship. It's a grueling 22-race schedule at a tough variety of different tracks. As always, we open up the season at the 2.5-mile Super Speedway of Daytona, a race that's always known for a good amount of chaos. And to add to the madness, this year we stayed in Daytona for an extra week and would run the Daytona Road Course for race number two of the season. And you pair up the aggressive racers of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series with a tough, technical road course, and you often end up with some dicey moments. We'll be joined on the show today by Derek Kraus, and we'll talk about the early season action from Daytona, as well as some upcoming races here in March. The season opened up Friday, February 12th, with 250 miles of action from Daytona International Speedway, first race of the 2021 season, and the first race for the pairing of driver Derek Kraus and crew chief Matt Noyce. Derek started the number 19 Tundra from the 30th position and faced his first of many challenges of the night from the moment the green flag dropped. Contact from another driver in the trioval led to Derek going for a spin right at the drop of the green flag bringing out the caution and setting the stage for a very tough night at the track for the Shockwave team. They'd make a pit stop for repairs and on lap 5 would restart from the rear of the field and begin their charge through the pack. Derek would climb as high as 12th and would wrap up stage number 1 on lap 20 in the 16th spot. In stage 2, troubles would continue for Derek and the 19 team. He would get contact from another competitor while exiting his pit under caution and then on lap 34 would cut down a tire and go for a spin. Then in the final stage of the race, on lap 52, Derek would have yet another flat tire, with his right rear going flat, causing him to spin and make contact with the outside wall, ultimately ending the race for Derek Kraus and the Shockwave team just past the halfway point of the race. So that was a wrap on race number one of the season for the MHR Truck Series team. Derek Krause and his number 19 Shockwave Toyota Tundra would end a tough night at the track with a 33rd place finish. And when it was all said and done on Friday night, fellow Toyota driver Ben Rhodes would take the checkered flag in a great battle to the finish with Jordan Anderson and Corey Roper. And now moving forward to race number two of the season, just one week later, once again in Daytona, but this time taken on the road course. The Daytona Road Course would mark the first race of the year where the number 19 Toyota Tundra would sport the blue, gold, and white Napa Auto Care colors. Derek Krause would have to start 31st due to starting positions being set per the NASCAR rulebook. Rain was in the area as they took the green flag for this one, so they began the race on rain tires, something we rarely have the chance to see here in the truck series. Derek was able to get up to 18th by the end of Stage 1 on lap 12, but would end up starting all the way back in 30th to begin Stage 2. Stage number 2 was not an easy one for Derek and the 19 team. They'd make up a few spots, but would end up finishing 27th at the end of the second stage on lap 25. The Napa AutoCare pit crew would put slicks on the 19 Toyota Tundra for the final stage of the race, and Derek would begin his late race charge. 
Derek would make up a ton of spots late in this race and would avoid all the trouble that many in the field encountered in those closing laps. This race was scheduled to go 44 laps, but with all the late race cautions and overtime restarts, this one would end up going 51 laps, and each restart, Derek would continue to charge forward, making up 16 spots for the final 16 laps of the race to finish in the top 10. For race number two of the season at the Daytona Road Course, it would be a 7th place finish for Derek Krause and the number 19 Napa Auto Care Toyota Tundra team, first top 10 of the season for MHR. And for the second week in a row, it was Ben Rhodes taking the checkered flag in Daytona in the number 99 Toyota Tundra. And this was a special win for Toyota, as it marked their 200th win in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. A very big deal for the manufacturer who started their journey in NASCAR's top three series right here in the Truck Series back in 2004. And to help put in perspective just how dominant Toyota has been since they joined the Truck Series, consider this for a moment. Since Toyota joined the series in 2004, the Truck Series schedule has fluctuated between 22 and 25 races a year, making for an average of about 24 races a year for that 17-year stretch. So 200 wins roughly comes out to about 8 years worth of Truck Series victories in a 17-year stretch. That's 200 out of 431 races, winning percentage of just over 46% compared to the other manufacturers. Pretty impressive. And to jog everyone's memory, that first win came July of 2004 at Michigan International Speedway with 2003 Truck Series champion Travis Quapel behind the wheel of the number 24 Toyota Tundra. Now back to our current day Truck Series action. Ben Rhodes obviously leads the points with his two wins to open the season, with John Hunter Nemechek in second, defending champion Sheldon Creed in third, rookie Chandler Smith in fourth, and three-time champion Matt Crafton in fifth. Then spots 6 through 10 in the points, we've got Carson Hosevar, Raphael Lassard, Cody Rohrbaugh, Johnny Sauter, and Ryan Truex rounding out the top 10. After two weeks of racing, Derek Krause is up to 15th in the points, a big climb in the standings after ending week 1 in 32nd in points. And of course, at the end of 15 races this season, the playoff field will be set and 10 drivers will get to race for a championship. Derek Krause and the MHR team will look to climb into playoff position with some great results here at the three races we have in the month of March. On the March NASCAR Camping World Truck Series calendar, we've got Las Vegas Motor Speedway right here on Friday night, March 6th. Then after a week off, the Truck Series will be back in action on Saturday afternoon, March 20th at the Atlanta Motor Speedway for a second straight race at a mile and a half track. And to wrap things up for the month of March, the competitors of the Truck Series will face possibly the greatest challenge of the season with the Bristol Dirt Race on Friday night, March 27th. All three of these March Truck Series races can be seen live on FS1. And now joining the show to talk to us about the season opening races from Daytona and all the upcoming Truck Series action here in March, we welcome the driver of the number 19 Toyota Tundra, Derek Krause, to the show. Derek, how's it going? Good, how about you? Doing good, Derek, and uh, thank you for joining us. We're, uh, we're going to talk about this week's upcoming race at Las Vegas here soon, but uh, to start things off, I thought we'd talk a bit about these first couple races out at Daytona. A season opening race, you guys looked like you had a fast truck out there, but it just felt like you simply couldn't catch a break, literally from the drop of the green flag. Would you say this was the toughest outing you guys have faced since going full-time here in the truck series? Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, right away from the drop of the green flag, we had problems, and then just kept on building on itself i mean we had a fast truck but uh just couldn't catch a break with the flat tires and uh just getting track position we get track position and then we get a flat so 
Uh, one good thing that we took out of that race, though, is that the team never gave up, and uh, it was just a good. It was good and bad just because the team never gave up, but the truck just didn't have the right things. And how frustrating is it to have issues like that at a super speedway where you know that if you can just get through that adversity and still, you know, not be a lap down, uh, you're still very much in the race, but just because of all the issues, you just never had that chance to really, uh, you know, race without having to worry about what was going to happen next. Uh, yeah, we just, like I said, we never gave up and the guys, Matt and the whole crew just never gave up and they worked hard throughout the whole race. And just because they knew that if we had a truck running at the end and we were on the lead lap, we had a, we had a chance at a good run and, uh, that was just their mentality. So then we said, have a good run, try to stay on the lead lap and get it fixed up as good as we could. And, uh, just unfortunately kept blowing tires. And now moving ahead to week number two out of Daytona, this time you guys were on the road course and for you, it's the second time you were getting to race at the Daytona road course, but the first time around you guys had some electrical issues and you didn't really get to experience a normal race there due to those issues. Were you comfortable going into this race with the experience you did have here last year, or was it still kind of like you were here racing the Daytona road course for the first time? I mean, it was kind of, it was interesting. It felt like it was kind of like the first time there again because of the rain. I mean, the, the rain threw a big, big wrench into the, into the race. So it was a completely different race. Uh, we had to just stay on the racetrack and we just kind of hoped the whole race that the, that the track would dry out and, Eventually, that's what it did. So we were able to put on the on the slick tires and uh, go racing there at the end. And luckily, we were able to uh, end up with top ten. You've got a bit of road racing experience from your time in the K and N series. You raced at Sonoma a few times, but uh, running the Daytona Road Course for the first time last summer was really your first look at a roval style course. Just how different is it racing at a roval as opposed to a regular road course? I mean, it ain't much different. I don't think other than your at the oval track, I guess. I mean, there ain't too much of a difference other than the corners are probably a little bit tighter, but other than that, there ain't, there ain't too much of a difference. So it was just kind of a, another road course race, and uh, it was definitely an interesting one for sure. And late in the race, you really charged through the field, restart after restart. There was uh, all sorts of chaos happening throughout the field in those closing laps, and the cautions kept falling and extended the race by several laps. And at a glance, it kind of looked like you were just charging through the field at the end, easily avoiding all the trouble. But, I mean, it was happening all over the place. Were you ever close to being collected in any of that late race trouble? Um, Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things that happened close to me or happened right in front of me. Uh, so it was just kind of a just stay on the racetrack and just try not to get in any, in any trouble. Uh, that's, that's what we did, and we were able to uh, have a good run out of it. I believe after that last pit stop, you restarted somewhere in the 20s. At that point, were you even really thinking about a top 10 coming out of this race, uh, just given the way things were going to that point? I really didn't know what to think because I I didn't know what, what was, what was going to all happen. I mean, we were really deep in the field, and that was just kind of a just stay on the racetrack and just watch everyone else be really aggressive. But uh, we just, I mean, we had brand new tires so that definitely helped a lot so we were able to pick off a few trucks there and then just kind of rode and made sure we didn't make any mistakes and uh, that's what we did you were in a very tight points battle last year to try to get into the truck series playoffs 
So uh, you guys know how big a deal points are any time of the season, especially in a relatively shorter race season like the Truck Series, where they they cut the uh, the playoff grid off at 15 races. And so, uh, given a, a tough outing in race number one of the season, how big is a, a good performance in race number two to help uh, bring you guys up in the points here? I feel like it's it's really big. We just gotta get stage points. Stage points are so big in these in these truck races, and I feel like if we can get get good stage points every race and just go out there and have good clean runs and minimize the mistakes that'll that'll definitely be best for our team and uh, if we can do that I feel like we can definitely definitely make the playoffs and up next we've got Las Vegas Motor Speedway you guys were very fast there last fall you ran up in the top five for much of that race what are your expectations for your return to the mile and a half track this week I feel like we'll have a good Tundra I feel like uh, Matt and all the guys in the shop work really hard on the truck and uh we'll hopefully we'll go there have a good good solid run get some stage points and uh finish up front and now after running two wild card type of races to open the season with a uh, super speedway and then the road course how much are you looking forward to getting to a mile and a half track like las vegas and kind of a return to normalcy for a while here on the schedule i mean i feel like this is kind of the first first real race first real test to our our team and uh, how good our trucks will be all year. So I feel like we can get a really good baseline off this track and we can take you know, take our notes and learn from it from Las Vegas and move forward. One of the big changes that this team went through this offseason was the addition of your new crew chief, Matt Noyce. You guys spent some time together at the BMR Academy Open Test in January, and now you're two races in together. Tell us about what it's been like to work with Matt thus far. So far, it's been really good. Matt, Matt takes a lot of pride in his work and he works really hard on on our trucks and uh as a driver that that looks really good for me and uh makes me feel good going to the racetrack and gives me a lot of confidence in my trucks going to the racetrack so uh i feel like matt works really hard and he's really good i mean we're building our communication still and i feel like that's going really good and uh once we get this through this las vegas race i feel like we'll really we'll really know how good our stuff is for the rest of the season and uh, where we need to work on. We've seen some familiar looks for your number 19 Toyota Tundra for the first two races this season. We saw you in the familiar shockwave colors to open the season at Daytona, and then race number two on the road course, we saw the Napa Auto Care paint scheme. Who can we expect to see aboard the 19 Toyota Tundra this week in Las Vegas? This weekend, got Hunter Nation on the truck. They're, they're on the truck five times, and then also we got Incredible Bank and Kafka Granite that'll be on the truck throughout the year, too. So, I love plenty of different looks throughout the year, but uh, mainly, mainly the Napa, Napa scheme will be will be on it. Well, Derek, I'm sure it's been a weird feeling for the last year or so to be at so many of these racetracks without fans in the stands. And so far this year, they've had limited capacity both weekends at Daytona, and will again have some fans this weekend in Las Vegas. How great is it to see fans back at the track, and uh, how much does it change the atmosphere at a race? Yeah, I mean it's. It's really good to have fans back. Um, I feel like having fans there gives 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 the drivers a different energy racing in front of people, and then also being able to have family there uh, that's really big. To have my mom and sister and everyone that comes to the racetrack come and support me, so uh, it's really cool to have people people back at the track, and eventually, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to have full capacity. And then coming up later this month, you'll be making your second career start out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. You finished seventh there last year. 
and Atlanta is known for being one of the more worn-out surfaces to race on in the whole series. Uh, tell us what it's like to race there and any expectations you may have for Atlanta later this month. Atlanta, I, I really like going to Atlanta last year. It was just a different different racetrack. It was a mile and a half, but it wore out a lot. and uh, It'd be kind of easy on the tires in the beginning, so then you had some at the end. So uh, hopefully we can go there and have a good run and uh, back up what we did, did last year. And to wrap up the month of March for the Truck Series, you'll be facing a new challenge of racing at Bristol Motor Speedway on dirt. What expectations do you have going into that race? I know your dirt experience is mainly from the Las Vegas dirt races you ran with BMR in the West. Do you think there will be anything you can take away from those experiences that can help you at this uh, real new experience for the Truck Series out at Bristol? Yeah, that that, that track can be kind of an unknown uh, we'll learn everything that we need to learn in, at practice and then through our heat races. So, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It should be something different and then kind of a, another wild card race, another race that everyone really doesn't know what to expect. So uh, it'll be interesting for sure. And uh, hopefully we can just stay clean there and just have a good clean run. Well, Derek, best of luck to you and the MHR Toyota team this weekend in Las Vegas and best of luck in the upcoming truck series races here in March. Thanks for joining the show. Talk to you soon. All righty. Thank you for having me. This segment is brought to you by BMR Napa Auto Care Centers. BMR Napa Auto Care is a quality independent repair business with the best reputation in the community. Consumers consistently select BMR Napa Auto Care because of the trust and confidence they have in Napa quality parts and Napa Auto Care's commitment to excellence and best-in-class service. Taking care of your car is an important part of protecting your investment and protecting your family. 916-676-0010 or online at bmrnapa.com. Two locations, Roseville and Antelope, and both will deliver to you the same great BMR service. That's BMR Napa Auto Care, championship service for a championship team. We are back here on the MHR Truck Series podcast. Thank you to driver of the number 19 Toyota Tundra, Derek Krause, for joining us. And we also didn't get a chance to go over this during his interview, but congratulations to Derek because if you joined us on our last episode, our Daytona 500 preview show, you'd know that Derek picked Chase Elliott to win the Daytona 500. And although Chase came home second at Daytona, None of us that made picks on the BMR Daytona 500 podcast actually picked Michael McDowell to win the Great American Race. So Derek gets to take home the honor of being the closest of all of us to successfully picking the race winner. And I don't think any of us need to feel particularly bad about not picking the winner of the race. After all, Michael McDowell had 100 to 1 odds to win the whole thing, and we had a huge lap 14 wreck that wiped out a ton of competitive cars. But just to go through the list real quick... In addition to Derek picking second-place finisher Chase Elliott, we had Kevin Harvick in fourth, and he was picked to win by both Todd Gilliland and Sean Woodside. And then Bill McAnally and Larry McReynolds both picked Denny Hamlin to win the race, and he finished in fifth. Cole Moore and Chris Eggleston picked Kyle Larson, and he finished in tenth. And Jesse Love's pick, Kyle Busch, finished in fourteenth. Who picked the lowest finishing driver of all? Well, that belonged to me. I picked Alex Bowman to win the Daytona 500, He did win the pole, but he ended up finishing in 35th after being caught up in that lap 14 wreck. So, not my best pick. Now to move on to some better news. We've got Arkham and Art Series West Racing coming up just around the corner. Phoenix Raceway next week, 150 laps from the one-mile track in Avondale, Arizona. You can look for defending Arca West champion Jesse Love now behind the wheel of the number 16 Napa Auto Parts Toyota Camry. And Cole Moore joins the team full-time in the number 99 Napa Power Premium Plus Toyota Camry. 
And if you haven't already, check out Bill McAnally Racing's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter to see the video they just posted of the new paint schemes. Get a great view of the new look number 16 and 99 Toyota Camrys for the 2021 Arca Menard Series West season that Bill McAnally Racing will be rolling out to the track. You can catch that Arca West opener on Friday night, March 12th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on MAV-TV or NBC Sports Gold Track Pass if you have that. And some other BMR news, BMR Drivers Academy news that is, Alabama short track racer JoJo Wilkinson has been confirmed to compete in the opening weekend for Bill McAnally Racing's Drivers Academy out at All-American Speedway. JoJo was with us for the Academy Open Test in Roseville back in January and worked with Jesse Love's crew chief Travis Sharp. If you haven't had a chance to listen yet, we had a BMR Academy Open Test podcast episode, and JoJo actually has an interview featured on there, so feel free to take a listen to that to get you ready for the Academy season. The opening weekend of action for the BMR Drivers Academy is March 26th and 27th, and you can catch both races for the Academy live on Speedsport TV. And the full season schedule is completely out for the 2021 BMR Drivers Academy and NASCAR Development Program. It's going to be 16 action-packed weekends at the track, with eight weeks at All-American Speedway in Roseville, California, three weeks at Kern County Raceway Park, two weekends will be contested at Irwindale Speedway, two weekends at Sonoma, and one weekend out at Thunder Hill Raceway. Three times during the season, the points leader of the series will earn a race with BMR in the Arkham Menard Series West, and at the end of the year, one driver will earn a shot behind the wheel of a truck at Phoenix in an MHR Toyota Tundra and be teammates with Derek Krauss. BMR still has availability for drivers looking to run for the championship full-time in the BMR Drivers Academy, so make sure to contact BMR if you are interested in being part of the inaugural season of the Academy and get the opportunity to race 40 times in a BMR Toyota Camry in 2021. BMR also has road course and oval packages available for those looking to run limited schedules this season, so be sure to contact the team if that interests you. If you're looking for more details on participating in the BMR Drivers Academy, make sure to call Bill McAnally Racing at 916-676-0010, extension 1109, and find out how to get in on the action in time for the season opener on March 26th. Also make sure to check out Bill McAnally Racing's page on SoundCloud and TuneIn Radio. We have every episode of the BMR podcast ever recorded on there, so make sure to check it out and subscribe if you haven't already. You can also listen to us along with your other favorite motorsports shows on Apple Podcasts. And I mentioned that we have the Arkham Menard Series West opener coming up next week at Phoenix. We'll stay locked into the show because we are going to have an all-new BMR podcast next week to preview the Arca West season opening race. And before putting a wrap on this episode of the show, I also want to give a call to my buddy Bruno for creating an awesome new MHR Truck Series podcast logo. Please check out the logo and all of Bruno's other work. He's a big-time racing fan and has some really creative NASCAR-themed comics and does incredible work. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram at Bonecos do Bruno or Comics by Bruno. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you might not be able to see the logo because it usually defaults to our regular BMR logo. But if you're streaming us on SoundCloud or TuneIn Radio, you can see the logo, and it's really great. Thanks to Bruno for hooking us up. Thanks for checking out this episode of the MHR Truck Series Podcast. Thank you to Derek Kraus, driver of the number 19 Toyota Tundra, for joining the show. And best of luck to the entire number 19 MHR team this weekend in Las Vegas, as well as in the coming weeks out at Atlanta and Bristol. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Alejandrez. Talk to you next time. 
You've been listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNapa.com. 